I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. We, we are, are Collateral, Collateral Gaming. Gaming. Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. We are podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast, so as my good friend Bo would say, smoke it if you've got it, my friends. Smoke it if you've got it. That is, of course, depending on the legality of marijuana use in your state. Here in Texas, unfortunately, it's illegal for us, so Dakota and I will be refraining. We are a 420-friendly podcast, so we encourage you to watch this in the way that it's meant to be watched and if we could smoke a joint with you we would however for now we will have to refrain as i said before my name is ashley chancellor fun fact i am the older slightly sexier and smarter <laughs> chancellor brother this good is my good friend and younger slightly less sexy brother dakota how are you doing today? Doing all right, doing all right. I and mean, after those jokes you threw at me there, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> well, we're all here about fun at this podcast. Uh, we just want you guys to chill out with us, have a good time. So today is our premiere episode. Are you excited about that, bro? No, of course. Well, this is this is a game from our childhood. You know, I'm ready for it. And uh, if you didn't happen to look at the name of that game before clicking on the podcast, that is Fable Three. Now, this is a game that we are super stoked about. Um, this is something Dakota and I both play together. When I was thinking about games to do for this podcast, one of the first things that came to mind was Fable, because that's, yeah. that's something we both grew up with, right? Oh, definitely. I spent so much time playing it as a kid. I mean, Both we, of you us. And, yeah, both of us. We How many times did we beat that game? I beat it at least twice. I think. So many times. I mean, me, yeah. Yeah, we you, used to you play through playthroughs. We do the good playthroughs. We do the evil playthroughs. Mm. Uh, you know, there's just so much to do. You want to try out everything. You know, you want to try yeah. being a psycho killer sometimes because it's just fun in that game. You know, right? Because you can do it just because you can. You know. Well, before we go into that, I do want to talk a little bit about this podcast. So uh, we are starting this off as an offshoot of the Collateral Cinema Movie Podcast, uh, which we do with Bo Maddox and Robert Oregon, and they're here with us today, uh, just chilling. In the uh, exclusive backstage pass. BMP, baby. What's up, y'all? What's up? Hey, everybody. <laughs> so they're chilling here with us. If you're watching the video, you might be able to see them in the background there. Um, so we are an offshoot of our parent podcast, Collateral Cinema. However, Dakota and I, even more than being cinemaphiles, we are ga <laughs> gamophiles. Does that work? Ga gaming, gaming fans? Gamers? Nah, just gamers. We're, we're big gamers, right? Yeah, always. So the first thing that I thought of, uh, as soon as Bo mentioned that he wanted to kind of branch out and do other, you know, collateral brands, I said, hey, I think you and I, I can straight, straight up to you. I said, yeah. I want to do this together. Well, so so um, us. we're actually, we are. and for the first time, we're going to have two formats. Uh, we're going to have a video version and an audio version, and we're recording both at the same time. So here's the deal, all right? The two versions are going to be a little bit different. So for the uh, video version, as I feel that in order to really emphasize the points of the game. I think it's a little bit different than a movie. Now, if y'all follow the Collateral Cinema podcast, 
um, you'll know that we like to intersperse, you know, some audio clips of the movie throughout the pot, the the episode. So for the gaming version, at least on the video version of this of this gaming podcast, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have interspersed commentary with me and Dakota and our live reactions a little bit longer. Yeah. That's gonna be interspersed. However, I didn't feel like that would work as well for the audio version. So for the audio version, what I want to do is instead of the gaming commentaries, um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a s- exclusive audio only extra so stay tuned for that uh we're gonna do we're gonna record that after we record this part of the podcast yep so let's uh, dive on into the game shall we well i also want to let them know that we're gonna do the the, the commentary okay so right. stay tuned for that every about every other episode we're gonna do a commentary uh, about movie length where me and dakota and if we can get some other people to join in i know i want my friend steven eventually yeah eventually um we're gonna jump in and we're gonna do commentary uh full playthrough of the entire game we'll cut it down to about movie length two and a half to three hours and that's gonna be fun now that's gonna be a patreon exclusive so you're gonna have to donate in order to access those um just to let you guys know what that's all about though we'll be releasing our first one on this game fable three for free on YouTube. So check that out. Let's go ahead and dive into Fable. All right. So uh, about the Fable series as a whole, what does that mean to you, Dakota? Well, um, when I play this game, I feel very, uh, I don't know, you feel open, very free in this game. Mm -hmm. You know, the morality system, the, the, the way you play the game is so, I feel so open and free. No, these things aren't, as uh, unique anymore this thing is, is kind of been done more recently in gaming it's uh, other game series have picked this up but what i think about fable is cool is it was to me anyways it was one of the first examples i had of true yeah. um, i don't know if we can necessarily call it, call it a pioneer um i'm sure that there were lots of open world games yeah. with morality systems but fable for us was right at the beginning of when that started to become popular yeah and there's several games that have morality systems, uh, including uh, Infamous, which is going to yeah. come up actually next episode. But, and then Open World, of course, has been extended. We have Skyrim, we have Zelda. But what do you think makes Fable different? Oh, goodness. There, there, there's so much about it. it, it it's hard for me to find one point, you know? Because you're right now, there are a lot of video games that have taken from its ideas or or, or like that. You know, they have the, some of the morality system, the... The d- design your own character kind of uh, that's what I find unique actually is the, that that I, I thought about that now is the the character whenever you you do evil things or good things the more you do it the more your appearance changes in the whole series yeah your character will so change awesome. uh, less so in Fable three and we'll get into that in a minute um, but in terms of the the series as a whole your character actually you don't have any character selection options for your character mm-hmm. kind of has. kind of their own character at the beginning but they mold and then the first couple games you actually get to see you as a child and kind of mold what your actions will Mm -hmm. be later as an adult fable 3 actually features a more uh grouped in storyline that in fact uh i think the first one had you go well into i think there was no age limit you could just keep growing really and it would track that but your character because he was a hero would would only get to appearance of maybe his 60s or so makes sense fable 2 you could go well up there um, if you play for long enough, but in this game, kind of, it's just one cohesive. It mostly is because it's a little sh- more strict. Yeah, it it is. But they, the 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 storyline that is, because yeah. it's 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 you don't get as many things you can do in this game as you could in the previous games. Like that are like big big parts of the game, like big actual changes. For instance, you can't be a cold blooded killer in this game. Yeah, um, because your character actually has some personality assets. Exactly. We're gonna talk more about the character of the prince. Um, but yeah, one, one, one major staple of the Fable franchise is that throughout the game, your character um, 
can morph depending on your actions, depending yeah. on uh, which way in the morality system you go. So mm. there is good, evil, and there's even uh, other aspects that are explored a little bit more in the other games, like corruption and purity, yeah. um, that will affect your character's appearance. Um, in this game, that takes a unique form, actually. It affects the characters, but still a little bit. There's mm. still some sl slight differences. Um, but starting back at the first game, okay, this game was something that was teased for a long time. Peter Molyneux of Lion's Head w would make a lot of promises, and some of the game didn't didn't deliver. My friend Steven, which is why I wanted to join on here, said something about how Peter, Peter Molyneux said uh, that you could plant yeah. a seed, and then the tree would grow a hundred years later yeah. or something. And, and, and obviously, the in the first game, they it was promised that you were going to be able to have children, but mm. you can't. Yeah, in the game, ultimately, you can't get married and all that, and um, but a lot of people still felt like Fable One was the high point of the franchise. Mm -hmm. um, now, you and I, we haven't played too much of Fable One. No, I I barely got into it. I just wanted to kind of see if it, how it was like when I played because I played Fable Two and Three. Yeah, and then I came back. I was like, well, if we I started like with those two. two. Yeah, and if I liked those two so much, I uh, sure I like this one. I played a just little bit far. of Fable One with at my grandma's house. And mm -hmm. then later on, I bought Fable 2, and that's the one I really got into. So yeah. I never really got to play. We have it at the house, but it's just so difficult compared to the other games. It is. They really yeah. kind of toned down. Some people complain about it and say that they they dumbed it down too much and that they simplified. But mm -hmm. there are some aspects of the series as they progress that we really like. I think each game has a unique experience to offer, and I like them all for different reasons. Yeah, exactly. The, I, 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 I played the two for the storyline, two for like the ability to go in the storyline yeah. and, and change things, but three I play because, you know, your character progresses, you become a king. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I will say three is the only one I've played through multiple times. Like, Same. And, well, I played through two twice, but three is the only one, like, in a... During a period of time, I yeah. would continue to want to replay the game. Well, yeah, well, not I just to see the good it. versus evil, but the yeah. Well, when I played two and beat it, I'd obviously played the good character. Yeah, same thing. Same with three. I always play the good character because you kind of want to get that feel for what the story is supposed to be like. You know, right? So you want to be a good king, a good person. And the second one, I was a good person, and then I, I beat the game. I remember, but I and I started to play an evil character, but I just didn't like it. You know, so I stopped playing it. I like to have a little fun. My first playthrough, I always had to be good. Of course, yeah. But in my second playthrough, I like to I like to make all the opposite choices. I like to go the evil. I start feeling bad though a little bit. Um, <laughs> the game I guess you does do. a good job. Um, you can you can act like this cold blooded killer in the game, and um, it ultimately the game almost encourages you. The weird thing about Fable Three though is it almost makes it really hard. Yeah. It makes the the good path seem like the one that's harder to travel on, which is really good. But it still encourages you that's and rewards you to do the good. But you also get a lot of fun doing the evil. Um, now, Fable 2 expanded on the first game, uh, finally added the ability to have children, not grow trees over 100 years. But, <laughs> in fact, the storyline was even more condensed over a shorter period of time, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, you did still start as a child, and you have that tutorial segment as a child, just like in the first one. Um, but they, it was the change from Xbox to Xbox 360. So um, we oh, saw yeah. a graphical overhaul, and um, we saw the game in a lot of ways was simplified, and, and, and what some people felt like dumbed down. The control system, in my opinion, is sim being simplified actually was a good. Uh, yeah, I see. The, series. the first one is just so hard to operate. You have to press so many buttons, and you know. When I play a game, I don't want to be bogged so much down by the control. So that's mm -hmm. something I enjoyed was if you can accomplish the same thing with press of less buttons, mm -hmm. you've made a better experience for the players, in my yeah. opinion. Games shouldn't be too complicated to control because some people will say, well, you know, I don't need it dumbed down. But the fact is, is you want the game to be challenging, but the controls to be 
easy yeah, to access. That, that, that's a good point. In most games, I don't want to play a game where where I'm I'm too busy worrying about what the controls are to actually go through the story. You know, right? I mean, I don't like to have that many options. I want it. I want lesser options if possible. You know, reuse the same buttons. I don't care. I like more options, but but yeah, I like I like to be able to I like the control system to be easy to do, and so you feel like a badass when you pull off yes, these combos exactly. with barely any effort. Yeah. Um, some games recently, like Spider Man, for instance, does a good job of a game system that, if not adapted to properly, you can fail miserably. But if you're yeah. doing it, it's it becomes so easy to to play through. It becomes so easy, and you feel like you're really Spider Man, like battling off. But we'll get to that later this mm. season. The great and powerful king of Albion is dead. To one son, he leaves the crown. This is my Albion. Its people will do as I say, or they will die. To the other son, he leaves a life of adventure. Flawless! Who could resist you? One brother's tyranny leads to starvation and misery. Albion needs nothing less than a revolution. While from the other brother's choices, the quest to save Albion begins. played all the way through Fable 2 before Both of Us, right? Yeah, completely through. Completely through. That was a good game. Uh, I think, actually, you beat it before I did. I might have. I don't remember. Um, now, Fable 3, once again, ex- uh, progresses, expands, better graphics. Um, yeah. However, a lot of people felt like it was dumbed down even more. It was even easier. Mm-hmm. I will say this. it's the Like I said before, it's the only one I've played through multiple times. Yeah. Exactly. So something about the storyline, whether it was ma- condensed, might actually work better because it's kind of short and sweet. A lot of people don't don't see that in games. No, not not very often. No. You and I, we love Fable Three. Of course, we do. We love it, and I like I said, I love each one of the games for different reasons. Um, but Fable Three for me was the most replayable for a lot of those. They gave you this sense of you're you're part of the game. You become the king, and it's just so you want to do that. You know, you want yeah. you want to become the king. You want to save this. You want to accept people's petitions and stuff you know right you want to do that so in fable 3 you actually have to um you play the king's brother mm-hmm. and your 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 brother the king logan he's a tyrant no um who has uh, inherited the the kingdom from the hero from fable 2 is, yes. is it was supposed to be your parent which means that canonically the good ending is the only one that makes sense based on references Definitely, they yeah. make but it will does it for instance if you have a save file for fable 2 it will remember if your character was male or female and reference yeah. them as a king or a queen they finally for the first time in the series gave the character dialogue before the character i guess was supposed to more embody the player even though you couldn't select their appearance they were very 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 morphable and, and at different points you can change your hairstyle change your yeah hair color, and look complete. And you can still do that in Fable 3, um, but there are some aspects of the character, and we'll get into that in a moment, that are more they're more predetermined in the game. Yeah, there's a lot of predetermined things. In this one? I love, I love, I just love the the 
the parts where they don't have predetermined yeah. things. When we talk about the appearance, for instance, where it's just so cool, where your body changes when you get evil. Well, in this game, more predetermined. The, um, in this game, rather than your your body changing as much, it, there's some subtle changes. But in this game, more so, they kind of took some of the morphing features from the Fable games. In previous games, if you up your, you have three areas: strength, skill, and will, which is magic. Yeah. Strength is uh, working with melee weapons, and skill is like ranged weapons, um, which in Fable Two introduced guns. Yeah. Um, and then in Fable 3, removed bows and arrows Remove entirely. Bow. Yeah. Fable 1 had bow, regular bows and crossbows. Fable 2 had bows and, and I had, sorry, crossbows and guns. And guns. And guns kind of took over with crossbow being the lowest setting. And Fable 3 completely removes the crossbows because Fable 3 takes place in an age of industrialization. Yes. That's where you get your swords and your hammers and your pistols and your rifles. Yeah. And actually, Fable 3 simplified the combat system a lot in terms mm. of you only have two types of melee weapons, swords and hammers, mm -hmm. and you only have two types of, gun, of, of ranged weapons. Your pistol and your rifle. Right. But anyway, with those classes, um, if you upgrade your melee class in the previous games, you could get really, really buff, almost to bodybuilder levels yeah. where you look kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Strength, uh, skill increases your stature and will causes you to have these really badass-looking arcane tattoos all yeah, over your kind of... Not so tattoos, cool. but arcane markings. Yeah, it's just it's glowing markings that come from you. This game removes a lot of that. So in addition to your morality not affecting your parents as much, the strength, skill, and will affect it as much. You don't get... Yeah. You get a little bit more muscular, but not a lot, a mm -hmm. little taller. Yeah. And your tattoos, as your will increases, will start to glow. Yeah. But, but not so much as uh, you get, like, the markings all over mm -hmm. you. But what is cool is that your weapons in the game, yes, your your right. your swords, those take the place of your appearance. When you're first morphing. given the sanctuary, which is basically your pause menu, uh -huh. and we haven't explained that yet, but whenever you go into the pause menu, you go into what's called a sanctuary. What they call the sanctuary, it's like a it's a playable pause menu. It's a pl exactly, it's a playable pause menu. So you go around in this area, and you you walk you walk to the map. You, know, yeah. you walk up to the map table, and then you open the map, and you can choose where to teleport Some to. people complain about it, but I like it. I love it. I uh, wish you can walk to your weapons. Instead of spending, and sometimes, like, when you go into a pause menu, like in Fable 2, you'll spend, like, minutes of time just scrolling through all the options. And you're you're fairly interested, but then you, you get out of the pause menu, and you're like, damn, I wasted so much time on that. I know, you do, yeah. But in you're Fable right. 3, it's, you're still in the action. You're still in it. And it doesn't take you that much longer. It doesn't really. In fact, you spend just as much time in the pause menu, like I said, but instead of sorting through menus, you're walking around, accessing things. Yeah. You have your different rooms of the sanctuary. You have the map table in the main room, and then you have your four rooms. Uh, one was your uh, equipable weapons and gauntlets for magic, and the other one was clothes and appearance, um, and then the, another one was... Uh, well, your treasury, which also includes like your achievements and stuff too, but how much how much gold you have a physical mountain of gold that you can walk yeah. up, and there's even Amazing. a secret you can get by creating the mountain of gold and then losing it all, so you can use a key you can access at the top yeah. and to open the chest on the bottom, which gets you a pistol. One so of you the have rare to pistols in the game acquire wealth to get the key. Mm. Yeah, and lose it all to get a legendary weapon. It, it depends. I got. I think I got the singing sword from the chest. Did you really? Something. I thought. I thought it's, it was predetermined. I think. I think it could be a one of a couple things. I only ever did it one of my playthroughs because I realized by the time I, I got wrong. to that point, yeah. by the time I got to the point, I had better weapons than that. Yeah, because like I said, I'd already upgraded my hero's weapons. Your hero weapons are the ones that morph, yeah. and based on not just how good and evil you are, but also things like how many chickens you.
you know? Yeah. Or or how many Hollowmen you've slayed, how how often you rely on magic. Yes. Um, all, all these and the way you yeah, the way you do some of the certain ways in the story, I think, affect it a yeah. little bit. So the hero weapons kind of replace the regular weapons in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have those from the very beginning. As soon as you get access to melee weapons and ranged weapons, you get your your hero weapons you have. A hero sword, a hero hammer, a hero pistol, and a hero rifle. So you have all the types. Um, and then in the game, legendary weapons from the previous games return, that which are cool. the rare, I think there's 50 or so yeah. that are, you may, and you, sometimes you may have to, tra- uh, with other players, Yeah, you have to trade. So this game does have a co-op mode. And then you can you can play online or with friends. Dakota and I had a lot of fun. Uh, that's what and we my sister, our sister, yeah, yeah, she would play it too. We'd I'd I'd finish so many missions with her, you know, do yeah. so many things with her, and it would show her when I passed a guild seal yeah. level. It would show her character next to mine. And this game has the best co-op. Fable Two really had awesome. a what was called the henchman in the game, but they couldn't interact with the characters. No, um, they could get income, but I don't think they could work jobs or own property. Um, Fable Three, that's all changed. Your your second character who. You can load your character from another safe from your own save file yes, if you sign in. So you'll have all that ex- all the experience of that character, all of the skills, all the perks, um, and, and and character exactly as they look. Um, they're not as involved, and they're not they're definitely not canonical to the story. That's no. a little weird, kind of messes with the continuity a little bit. Um, but it is fun, and they're there, and they can do almost everything the main character can do. Oh yeah, you can. They, they can do pretty much anything. I mean. One of the best things about them, though, is like the business partnerships you can do and the marrying. For the first do. time, you can enter business partnerships or marry co-op characters instead of yep. just NPCs, um, which makes for some interesting things. Now you can you can uh, uh, have children together, and um, they'll hire a nanny because you two are both adventurers. Yeah, no one stays at home. No one does. Yeah. Um, and you can, and what one of the cool things about this game, like I said, is the ability to romance and marry any NPC, mm-hmm. have children with them. Um, t- people have. There are different NPCs who you can tell if they're uh, straight, gay, or lesbian. Yes, It'll tell and you, or bisexual. One of my, one of the, or celibate. One of what puts this game apart. Another thing is whenever you interact with characters, you do good options, bad options. It makes they have a meter, a ha- happiness meter. Really, yeah. if they're if they're they're normally at a normal level, and the more you progress in this in the game. They become normally at a like, you know happy level, and then by the time you become king, and if you're a good king, everybody loves you. It literally well, will say love. With people, it goes. Um, it depends on who it is. Yeah. You have friend, and then you have best friend. Mm-hmm. If you're not sexually compatible, that's right. But if you are sexually compatible, it'll turn to love. Um, and you actually have to do relationship quests. You increase using expressions, mm-hmm. which in Fable Three are dynamic. So rather yeah. than the regular static expressions that were in the game where you would just make a pose or now you'll actually dance with them. Yeah. The only problem is that it kind of now because they changed that though, the one thing they did is that all the expressions are dynamic. Yes. It makes it a lot more slow because you enter into a mode. With it does. Them. And you have to hold it down the longer you want to hold it down, the more guild points you get from it. But you'll get more guild and guild points are the game's experience system. They ditched the experience system from Fable One and Two yep. for a system of guild points, which work basically the same. You fill up a guild guild seal. Guild seal, yeah. What's called? You fill up a guild seal, and a guild seal is a is an item in the game that's um, that is used for the heroes. Yeah, the heroes guild. They, in the very beginning the of the game, seal. you're given the the guild, uh, the the guild seal. That allow that's what allows you to teleport back to the sanctuary. Right. So that's an item, an in-game item, like a lore item, but it's also um they refer to guild seals as the experience. Yes. In the other games based on how much me- melee, will or skill or general, you would have four different types of experience. 
Um, general could be spent on any perks, whereas the other three could only be spent on those perks. Yeah. This game ditches all that. It's all general experience. So now, some of your perks now include non-combat things like expressions, the ability to buy and sell houses and yeah. shops, which is a way of making income in this game. One of the other cool things about Fable was the real estate system, right? Yes, it was really cool. Um, when you can, when you go to your sanctuary, you have a map, right? The map that you can talk about, you walk to, and when you go into that that's where you can see what you own and whatnot. So you can go into different towns and you can look in the towns and you can see what houses you own just from that menu, just yeah. from that, just from the map. And you can see everything, every single, it's a little mini display. It's like a, like a plush model of your, of the town, you know, and it's, and you can look into the town and see which houses you own, the name of the house, how much it costs, how, um, how deteriorated the house is or not. You can see everything. You can see people if they're happy with you or not. You can see stands, uh, yeah. you can see shops, you can see the prices of things. And it'll show a little flag for every single thing you own. It's such an awesome way of doing that, you know? Yeah. I love the feeling of being a real estate magnet. Yes. And in Fable 3, you have to for the story. Oh, yeah, you do. Because you have to gain, was it 10 million at one point? Yeah. And by doing that, the really only way you can do that is by renting out houses. I mean, that is the, that's how you get money the quickest. Otherwise, you're going to have to leave your game off for hours on end. Yeah. Or fight a bunch of enemies for hours on end. Yeah. That's the only way to gain true. money. So it's you have to become a real estate agent or whatnot. Yeah. You know? And in, in, in the game, in order to make be good and make the good pathway, you have to amass about 10 million gold before you become king. Yeah. That's what's cool about this game is that you're you're the, the prince. Your goal in the game is to become king of Albion, yeah. um, to wrest it from control of your tyrannical brother, Logan. Yes. Um, but then you find out that Logan himself kind of has some reasons mm-hmm. of his own for why he acts the way he acts. And when you become king, you end up having to make difficult choices. In order to become king and overthrow Logan, which happens towards the end of the game, mm-hmm. um, <coughs> it's kind of advertises making like half the game is, is, is the revolution, the other half is king. But the, but the king segment more, goes no, by so quickly. It's like 75-25, honestly. It really is. And the king segment happens over one year. Yeah, and all that's supposed to happen. The, the time that it took to get there, I guess it's supposed to be longer than the time before. I would assume you're like in game yeah. canonically. I would say you're in ki- king more than you are not king. So it's like it's supposed to build you up to that point, but then like you're supposed to spend the rest of the game doing it. But it's really only like it goes twenty five percent of the game. They time skip several days. <laughs> they too. do, um, but more hundreds of days. What's interesting <laughs> is as soon as you become king, you find out that a terrible evil is coming to Albion, mm-hmm. and you have to prepare for. It. And the reason <clears throat> Logan was as tyrannical as he was is well, he's kind of a dick. He doesn't he 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 doesn't get excused for being a dick. Yeah. Killing your love interest at the beginning, I guess to teach you a hard lesson. Yeah. Quick, you can see them. Think about what you're doing, Logan. I'm protecting the interests of the people. Do not question me again. You will shoot to kill. Start with the ringleaders, and if necessary, continue with the crowd. This is wrong. You can't do this. Oh! (gasps) Never tell me what I can't do. Walter! We can't let him kill all those people. You're his brother. Maybe he'll listen to you. We have to do something. What are you doing here? The war room is no place for a child. Leave now. I'm here to stop you. You can't kill those people. No, wait. Enough. How dare you turn against me? Perhaps you believe you should be the one making these decisions. You really wish to defend those traitors. Then so be it. 
Let us see how you do. Take my brother and his friends to the throne room. We shall settle this matter officially. Move! I'm going. <clears throat> Leave her alone! I'm alright, I'm alright. Don't worry. Whatever happens, we'll get through this together. Keep walking! Here come the saviors of the people. Come closer, brother. Today you have disappointed me beyond measure. I have been betrayed by my own blood and a filthy spine. We did nothing wrong. Punishment must be apportioned where it belongs. Punish me, then. You are no longer a child, and it is time I stopped treating you as one. You wish to save the traitors who had gathered outside the castle this morning very well. You shall have your chance to save them. Here stand the leaders of the violent mob. I will give you a choice. Who will be punished? These strangers or this girl? The sentence will be death. What? No, this can't be. You are the prince. Decide. Your Majesty, Logan, please. I am giving you power over life and death. No, I won't do this. If you can't choose, I will. They will all be executed. So tell me, what are you willing to sacrifice to do the right thing? This is madness. We can't. We just can't. Choose me. You can't let them all die. Choose me. Thank you. Thank you. It's all right. You did what you had to do. Never forget what he's done. And that I love you. Take the girl away. Kill her now. I will never forgive you for this. Good. Then you will never forget it. Escort my brother to his chambers. Now. But he kind of has some motivations for it. Yeah. And he's trying to prepare the kingdom for this threat that's coming that you find out only right before you become mm -hmm. king. In order to get to that point, you had to, in the story, come across several people that were willing to come behind you who were pissed off with Logan. Yes. Stand behind you, and you had to make promises so that when you perform the coup mm -hmm. on your brother... Well, yeah. Well, the basis of this game starts with you getting getting a re you're starting a rebellion. You're yeah. starting a rebellion against the king. That's the basis. You start in the beginning, and you, it's triggered by you know him killing your love interest or him killing a bunch of other people. You make that good decision or bad decision. But in the game, they actually make them both good decisions because it's such a hard decision. They don't have you know? a morality. They don't have a morality change for that part. Mm -hmm. But you know, you choose either your love interest to save or you choose a bunch of other protesters that Logan didn't like. You know, and no matter which one you choose, you stick with that story. And the idea, again, is the rebellion. So you start a rebellion after that because you're pissed off about that. Yeah. And then you become, and then you start your rebellion and you go against Logan. You become king. And then after that is you have to deal with the threat that Logan was dealing with. Yeah. So they prepare you for the threat, but you have to become king first and start a rebellion. And then you can deal with the threat. Yeah. I think that's cool. But what, what's interesting is that in order to gain the, the alliance of the people yes. that were willing to overthrow the king, you had to make those promises to mm -hmm. them. And what's interesting is, in order to be good and keep your promises, um, you end up having to make sacrifices to your yeah. your treasury. Yeah. In your your you have your treasure room that's your personal treasury, and yeah. then you have the kingdom treasury once you become king, and it does not have enough gold. 
to save everyone. It's it's one gold for yeah. each person that survives the coming. And and no matter what happens, I mean, you defeat the villain in the end, mm-hmm. but that many people, whoever you left leave, they will actually all die. They will. If you don't, uh, if you don't leave enough gold there. So what's interesting is by keeping your promises, you lose money, and oftentimes by making the opposite choice, the evil choice, in those cases, you actually might gain money. And then there's a various other decisions you can make as king regarding uh, taxes, and um, there's I think there's an orphanage that you can either renovate or yeah. turn into a brothel. Well, yeah. Well, and whenever you do uh, rent out houses, you can choose uh, whether or not you have a high rent or a low rent, or that affects rent. your corruption. And that affects your corruption exactly. And that's and well, that. De- depends on your money too so that when you're doing good in the game you, it's harder to get that money because you're, you you want to put all your rent to low so you have to really work on getting that money it's, it's harder to play as the good character yeah it's, it's easier to play as the good character but i mean the evil character yeah but but i mean it, it's not the right option you know yeah it's not the canonical choice yeah each game seems to accept the, the good as the canonical. So there are some series like Mass Effect and I believe Infamous, which will account for the characters, um, whether they did the evil or good choice, I think. So, mm-hmm. um, but in Fable, can, the canon is, is the good. They make that pretty clear. They do. Um, Especially in Fable 3. Fable 3 is the worst like, of all through the games because they... Because you're in the story, there are cutscenes where you talk to other players. For instance, in the game, one of the players dies... And Walter dies. Yeah. And whenever you're with Walt, whenever you see that, you your person actually gets upset about it. You know. Yeah. I want to talk about the the personality of mm-hmm. the character, um, but just to go into a little bit more about the context about the story, mm-hmm. um, what I like about it is is there's the um, the weight you feel yeah. as king. That really weighs. I like a game that actually makes you feel like you're in there and makes you make hard decisions. Um, here's the thing: if you had saved up ten million gold through real estate in the game, which is easy, it's pretty fairly easy to do. You just really need to is. you just need to keep. You have to save up enough money with your first job to uh, to to buy your first property. Yes. And you can set one property for you and your family living, but the rest you can rent out and shops you can you can make income off of. Um, and you can manage them all from the map screen in this game, which is good. For the first time, instead of that's one of the things this game got right is you're able to manage all of your real estate just from the map. It's perfect. Rather than having to walk up that's to the That's what houses. I was talking about earlier. It's that perfect interface. Yeah. It's Fable beautiful. one, you actually couldn't even collect rent. Mm-mm remotely you had to come up and grab the bag of gold yes fable 2 improved on a little bit more you had to walk up to each house to buy it or to sell it or to interact with it Mm -hmm. but you would gain the income automatically automatically yeah um and then fable 3 um you can access all of it so they improved in that but anyway what i wanted to say was that uh if you amass enough gold you can donate from your personal treasury into the kingdom treasury and have enough gold to cover everyone plus more um, and it'll actually give you good points, too, for donating more of your personal money. Yeah. So the only thing I would say is anybody playing this game is if you want to be good without, if I, even if I don't want to spoil you, I'm going to say amass enough, amass enough gold. gold. Yep. You think that's kind of a kind of a fallacy with this game is that it kind of almost punishes you for, for being good even? It does. I think well, it's a better the, aspect of it. It is. Well, that that's the, the whole point of it being harder to be good. You know, it's yeah. a harder to play the game as a good person, but it's supposed to be a challenging game. You know, if but, you don't amass it before becoming king and you're like, oh, shit, I need to I need to get the money. You can do it. It's just a little harder because they time skip several days. They do. So you'll have to neglect doing the main story. And by that point, there's not a left much left to do. No, so no, it's no. better to do it before. But it's if not that hard if you know what you're doing. It's not that hard. You, you sh- And you think you should naturally want to buy properties. The thing is, what you have to keep up with it. Once you start making your income, yeah. you no longer have to work jobs anymore. 
just as soon as you make enough, buy the next place. And since next you can house. all do it from the map screen in this game, super buy easy. Buying the houses. And once you have them all, save. Yeah. And it, it takes, I mean, uh, not that long at all to get to 10 million by that point. Yeah. So and, and with you doing missions and stuff to get gold, I think you can get it from killing enemies too, can't you? Yeah. Now, in following the rest of the Fable games, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of story, do you do you have a pretty good understanding of the story of the franchise as a whole? I know you didn't play through Fable 1. Yeah, I didn't get that far in it. But, I mean, I'm getting the, the point what they're trying to make. Yeah. The games they're trying to make. It's a self-contained story. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily affect much because Fable 2 happens hundreds of years after Fable 1. Yeah. Whereas yeah, Fable yeah, 3 only takes place three, 50 years after Fable 2. Mm-hmm. It's got its story, you know. Well, I, I love that all the game, how the games are all connected, you know. Yeah, I think that's cool, you know. Uh, there's one character who's in all three of them, and that's Teresa. Teresa, who is your sister, who is your sister uh, in the, the very hero first in game. the first game, but she ends up becoming immortal and she lives throughout all of them. It's like kind of a morally gray, you know. Yeah. Good, but maybe corrupt. Yeah. Using using those those st- statue from Fable Three, that you know the whole moral corrupt. Well, Fable um, Three actually doesn't have the corruption. It oh, has corruption, right. but it's not tracked visibly. You're right. That was in Fable 2, wasn't it? But it still has a corruption meter. Your character's appearances will be affected by it. You just can't mm. measure it. You just can't measure it. Evil is like killing people senselessly. Mm. Corruption is like collecting too much money on them yes. in-game. Um, or real, having a real estate agent. Multiple spouses. <laughs> having sex with pe- lots of, of prostitutes, paying, paying for sex. Yeah. Fable 3 is it during the age of industrialization mm-hmm. in Albion. Um, so guns were already introduced about 50 years prior in Fable 2. And this game takes place, you're the, the son or daughter of the hero in Fable 2. Mm-hmm. Um, on Fable 2, you can choose either a male or female character. Um, you're right. Yeah. But uh, in Fable Fable 1, you can only be male. Mm-hmm. So Fable 2 added the ability to change your, have your different genders um, with minimal differences to the story. Um, there's no dialogue in Fable 2 or Fable 1. But in Fable 3, there is dialogue. Yeah. And your character has a voice, an actual voice. Kind of has their own personality. Their or own something. personality. That that's that that's part of the reason why we know this game is meant to, you know, lead you toward the good path. Because your character already does some good things that you want to that like good things he says. You know, you know he cares and loves about loves Walter. You know, he yeah. loves Elise. He legitimately loves Elise. Yeah. So Elise or Elliot, if or you're Elliot, playing the yeah. girl character, yeah. So in Fable Fable Three, you have the the prince. We've been kind of teasing about this yeah. for a while here. You have the character of the prince, or, or the princess. Um, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> you took away the darkness. It's been inside me all this time. But it's light now. I can see the sky. And it's light. <clears throat> I don't think I can fight anymore. It's all over, Walter. We won. We beat it together. Do you remember the stories I tell you when you were a child? There was a great king once. The mightiest hero of them all. Remember what you would say. Teach me to be a hero. You've done me proud, boy. You've always done me proud. <sighs> oh, Walter!
So the hero of Oakvale in the first game, the hero of Bowerstone in the second game. Yes. And then this is known as the hero of Brightwall, or more commonly the prince or princess, and later the king or queen. The king or queen, yeah. So, like we said before, the difference in this one is that your character's personality traits are kind of somewhat set in stone. They have lingering attachments. So, as Dakota said earlier, you you can't necessarily make your character a complete cold-blooded killer, Mm -mm. at least within the canon storyline. Yeah. So, it's a little odd. I feel like that's one point where the game kind of fails a little bit, is that it kind of took away some of the... Don't get me wrong, I love it. But that that's kind of one of the more the low points in my opinion. I see what you're saying. They um one of my point what, what I was thinking about the game is the map. It says going back to the map system. Yeah. Um we there's all the places that were like in Fable Two you can see on the new map, right? And they're actually a lot of them are renamed new places. Yeah. You know, you're in Bowerstone Castle, that Bowerstone Castle, Which that was? was just in Bowerstone before. Well, there was Bowerstone, and then there was Fairfax Castle. The Fairfax Castle. Which you, you know, can buy you at can the end buy. of Fable 2. That's right. I remember which now. Sugge- and, and then you then become, in Fable 2, oddly enough, you're titled yeah. King or Queen. King or Queen. Mm-hmm. But you don't really actually have any monocle no. duties. You'll be able to purchase that title. This yeah. game doesn't use titles. Um, but in, in, in Fable... Fable 2. In all the games, your character doesn't have a name, which is interesting. That is interesting. But in Fable, at the end of Fable 2, you can become, you can choose the, get the title of king or queen. Yeah. Um, a lot of different titles you can choose from. Chicken Chaser. Chicken Chaser, yeah. <laughs> the kingdom was divided. There was multiple kingdoms or mm. whatever. Fable 3, that the character from Fable 2 has now, 50 years later, has unified a kingdom. Yeah. What's interesting is that canonically, um, even if you have a family, obviously your character in Fable 2 ends up having a different family with different children mm. with Logan and, and, and the prince, yeah. which is kind of interesting because it's like, so if you had older children, why didn't they inherit the throne? Yeah. Canonically speaking, they must have chosen the sacrifice ending in Fable mm. 2 where yeah. in Fable 2, towards the end of the game, if you have a family, the villain will actually go out and kill them. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And if you choose the sacrifice option, you can choose a love option, which brings them back to life, mm-hmm. which is kind of the neutral option. The sacrifice option, which brings back to life a bunch of other people that were killed, but not your family. And then there's also the wealth option, where you can just, it's the evil one. And each option defines um, three three of the different characters. Um, and the, the the sage guy, the hammer guy. Not really. Re- they were the all good. Well, I no, Reaver like the, was evil. You're yeah. right. No, wait. Think about it. The yeah. Reaver option was the option to, what was it, kill everybody or whatever. Well, anyway. The we're, money. We're, we're going off here. I know. We'll focus on Fable 3 because we'll have a time maybe later to talk maybe. about any, some of the other games. Maybe, probably not, but <laughs> um, one is probably enough. But anyway, um, what was interesting is that canonically, your family must be the sacrifice option because your character's good and yeah. they don't have a family, pre-existing family with ties mm-hmm. to the throne. Um, and you can buy Fairfax Castle, so that alludes to Fable 3. But yeah, like you said, the locations have changed. So Fairfax Castle became Bowerstone Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, Bowerstone Market's still there, but it's changed quite a bit. Bowerstone Old Town became Bowerstone Industrial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bower Lake became uh, Millfields. Millfields, yeah. Which was really cool, because that was one of, my, one of the things I remember most from Fable 2, was yeah. walking around Bower Lake. That's one of the biggest, like, I can, that was a big scenery. Yeah. Did really well. And so when I came to this game, I was looking for that, and Millfields was, was interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Because the it was always a gazebo in the middle of the uh, the lake, right? Wasn't that always there? No. In fact, that's where the the Heroes Guild was. Um, that's underneath, right. Underneath, uh, like, a, an it was island. A gazebo. It, was, it was a gazebo on that island in second in Fable 2, I'm pretty sure. No. I recently played it. Wow. That's they crazy. <laughs> but, yeah. That was a that was a really cool thing they did was bring back that whole scenery because that 
progresses through each game, you know. So you can see the continuity of the map. In fact, Oakvale, mm -hmm. the hero's village in the first game, mm -hmm. becomes Wraith Marsh in Fable 2. Wraith Marsh, yeah, I remember that. They, and they, they, they talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, that's nowhere to be seen in Fable 3, um, but you see there's a continuity going on. Mm -hmm. So now I feel like we're getting towards the end here. Yeah. I want to talk about the Fable series about the future, though. Did yeah. you hear about the rumors about Fable 3? For Fable 4? Fable Four, sorry. No, you're good. Um, I haven't heard any rumors, no. But I mean, I've heard people. Say, I've heard it being said that there's a there may be a Fable Four. Yeah. But I don't think it was ever confirmed either. Well, there's been rumors. Uh, I, you know, it's possible. Let me see here. Look it up. That's a good idea. Well, what happened after Fable Three is let's let's talk about that a little bit, right? Yeah. So after Fable Three, we started getting a few spinoffs. Yeah. Um, and they were teasing possibly a future game. Yeah, we got we got what was it? Uh, the Fable of the Journey, and then we also had the Fable Heroes. Was it Fable, Fable Heroes? Heroes? I never played that one. But you played through it. the journey, right? How I was that one? It. it was it was interesting. It was a because it was a spinoff, right? So it's not the same game, you, but you, it is the same game. You know, Teresa's it's still in it. Magic based, right? It's all magic based. Teresa's still in it, and it's it's scripted because it's with the connect. The whole thing you're doing is you're using the connect sensor. So you use it's on your the body. rails. It's on the rails exactly. So um, when you're playing this game. You know, you don't really have that much to say in the story, which is kind of different from every other Fable game. That's kind of why it's definitely a spinoff. Right. And um, <clears throat> But they still brought in Teresa, which is pretty cool. Um, she guides you through everything, you know, and but you're using your, your, your spells. You're actually moving your arms to make spells. You're actually creating magic. Like, you're doing a lot of cool things in that game. So that was actually cool for you. It didn't just feel like a gimmick? It didn't. No, it really didn't. I mean, you, you don't really think of it 100% as the Fable series, you know, but the graphics are a little different, too. But um, they they put you in the same world, you know, which is pretty cool. I like that a lot about it, especially the huge uh, magic aspect about it. The fact that it was all magic based. Yeah, uh, that was such a cool feeling where you're literally grabbing and throwing magic. Which is interesting because that game again continued the gauntlets. Yeah, which I kind of felt was a takeaway from the series because it used to be that your magic mm -hmm. was inherent to you. Yeah, but in the game, in order to create that um that feeling of of Equipping so you could equip in the sanctuary because the game yeah. had a big thing about no menus, right? No menus, no menus whatsoever. It kind of feels like it takes it a little bit too far, but the sanctuary is fun and they wanted something for the player to equip. So you equip gauntlets, which help you mm -hmm. focus your magic. But it always kind of felt like they weren't doing it with their hands anymore. No, they weren't exactly. Fable the Journey has the gauntlets again for whatever reason, even though it's magic based. That's that was a I little thought weird. the magic came from the gauntlets in Fable the Journey. Yeah, that is right. You didn't have magic powers. Where in Fable Three, they say you're focusing. You're focusing your it, but from what I remember, Fable the Journey, it was all from the gauntlets. From yeah. what I remember, I may be wrong, but I have a pretty good feeling that that's what it was. Does it give you a lot of options for being good or evil? No, you don't have really any of that. You don't, there's not the morality. This is a spinoff. It's a total spinoff. I mean, it's it's all just focused on your your the how you play the game. You know, with the magic, because that's all you're using is magic. Um, I mean, you do spend parts, like, there are some parts where you, like, you take a break from riding for a while. It's really cool, because when you're riding, you do this the whole time, because yeah. you're, you know, you're driving a little care a horse caravan thing, you know? Um, and when you get to certain places, you take breaks, and you can, like, brush your horse and stuff, but it's all hand motions. They're trying to give you more things to do with your hands, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's all the game is. Connect game, you know? You don't play with a control at all. And so, um, that's why it, that's, that's the point of it. So it, it's just a spinoff. It's not. It's not. It, you don't feel it in the same game, but it's in the same world. If that makes any sense. Right. It's not. In the, it's not part of the game series. You know it is. You don't think about it as that. You just. You feel like you're in the same world, which is pretty cool. 
especially with having trees in it and whatnot. Yeah, Fable Journey, I played a little bit of it. It looked intriguing. I watched you play it. Um, but I was waiting for the next main series Me game, too. right? Uh, that was kind of more of a spinoff. Uh, now, and then the, we have, it was a spinoff. Yeah. And we had Fable Heroes, which was kind of like an arcade Not, neither style. Neither that. I wasn't really interested in that. Mm-mm. After that, it kind of went downhill. It's been quite a while since, since I haven't heard Fable anything from about. Released. I haven't heard anything about Fable in ages. Well, Fable Four has been confirmed. Are you um, serious? We don't know anything about it. Um, we know that the Fable series, since it's an Xbox exclusive, mm-hmm. um, this is going to be on Xbox One. Makes sense. Um, which would probably give us a reason to buy an Xbox One, right? I would do it just for just just to, for I this, guess, and it was it's I'll enough uh, to push me over. Yeah, I guess I'll stoop down to that level. There's, <laughs> it's an all right console, uh, nothing nothing against Xbox One, but we're, we are PS4. Um, Coda's a little bit of PC master race these days, right? Yeah, <laughs> only because I have my desktop computer though. Yeah, <laughs> CSGO, right? No, I, I have my PC for gaming. I can I can build my gaming. And he I built his that. own. Yeah, I built my own computer, so that's what I love about it. Um, but I, I'm See, a, I won't I'm stick to your fan. level. Yeah. I, I'm an Apple purist. I am too. I, I try to be, but I have to game. I, I completely askew Windows. I, I'll get to the point where I just, you know. Yeah, yeah. And my, my Mac, it can, it can game pretty well. I mean, well, I can't it's not that it can't game. I mean, it, it, it's a great game, gaming computer. I, I mean, it. People say it's not been for that, but it's yeah. got the specs for it. Yeah. You know, it's got the specs for it. The problem is, is not a lot of games are, not all games are Mac compatible. Yeah, and um, it's it. Sometimes you have to have a graphics card to play some games. A lot of the companies haven't really jumped on, even though it's possible. Yes, exactly. Even though it's possible, a lot of people haven't done that. Yeah, because a lot of people don't buy their Macs. They think PC is kind of already associated. It's it's mainstream for gaming. It really is. PC is completely mainstream. People don't really use them that much because everyone has PC. You know. Well, anyway, what what would you like to see about Fable Four? Um, I would like to see. I would. I loved the king factor of the game. That was. Beautiful, being a king or queen, and I definitely want four to not be a separate. I want it to be the same lineage. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like the idea of having the same lin- lineage being relative to whoever it was. You know, the, your ancestors of the previous game. Yeah, they're keeping. I, I don't want to. I don't want to see a different family. I mean, they they have to do that every once in a while because you can only go so many years, and then you want to go back and do some things. But I think it would be more interesting to go back in time. There's a huge amount of time yeah. between Fable One and Fable Two. Let's go in between. Maybe that even area. see the how the the Heroes Guild was destroyed in Fable One. Yes, but keep it the ancestors. You know, I yeah. mean, this is a lineage, a family lineage. Yeah, I agree. I think it should I love be. That. It, 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 they should keep in the family, but I think instead of going further, because we're going to get two yeah, technological right. advances, you're sure. the uh, the alternative is go back and in do time like and a fallout. Go, yeah, go back in time and and fix what you did wrong in the beginning. You know, get back in that game area with the bows and whatnot. Yeah, but do it right this well, time. They could either do that round and put it in between Fable One and Two, or mm-hmm. they could kind of do kind of an apocalyptic scenario where all the technology failed and oh, that's it cool. does return. So that could be an option too. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Some cool theories to toss out there. I'd like to see more of the morality affecting the game. I haven't seen a game that really, really, really deeply ingrains the morality. Yeah. Now, Infamous, I noticed your ending will be different. The story will change based on it. But it's kind of like you either, at least in the one that we played, uh, it's either you're good or you're evil. And it doesn't really affect much in terms of... How about if it affected like gameplay and story equally? You know what I mean? I feel you. Fable affects more the gameplay... And Infamous affects more of the story. Yeah. The Fable story point. doesn't change much um, in terms of what path you choose. Mm. So it would be cool if they kind of ingrain that. And more so than just changing what ending you get, but changing just what things happen in the well, story. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, you you you, sh- you should have the option to be a stone-cold killer. 
Yeah. I think that should be an option. I don't think that was one thing that I think they should have added in Fable so Three. The problem is, is do you, do you think that that means they they'll need to remove dialogue, voice acting for the main character, or just have whole new cutscenes? Yeah. Have whole new cutscenes whenever you that that's the story option. What's I'm cool is you could have the, you could even use the same voice actor, but have their voice get darker. And that's a good idea. Because the Fable series has always had a the character was a certain way and looked a certain way at least from the beginning. You can morph them a little bit, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily meant to recognize you. And I don't think the Fable series should add like a character character mm-hmm. customization necessarily yeah. in terms of from the beginning where you can make it. I think it's the idea of a pure soul that can be morphed into either way. Yeah. That's what you're saying. You know what I mean? Kind of this this child that doesn't, you know. And I kind of like that about the first couple of games is that you started as a child and then yeah. it skipped ahead. That's a good point. They they all they all brought that in. Well, except for three, three didn't. No, three. You, but you you start as like you a you do lead kind prince. of a sheltered life in the house in the castle. Yeah. So I mean, you start in the bedroom when you start in entering in leaving a cutscene into your bedroom and you're already a prince or a but but princess. you are, and what's interesting is you already have a sexual orientation. Yeah. So for instance, your character could. If you want your character to be to be completely gay, and that's the way they were born, you kind of don't have that option you in Fable really, Three yeah. because your character either was lying to themselves or they're bi- they were bisexual. Yeah, <laughs> if they exactly. end up choosing someone else because you you do have the kind of. So I kind of wish uh, give some more freedom. That was one aspect of Fable Three. I think that was, in, in my opinion, kind of detracted. Um, but then again, that's part of why I love this one specifically. There's there's things about this one that I love, and I get I play this one instead of thinking about it in comparison to the other games. Think about it as you know its own game. Yeah, that's what it, it makes you want to play it over and over. It's like know? the expectation right now is that games need to be more open world or have mm-hmm. more choices, and that's not always true. Sometimes because a linear storyline can actually like uh, Uncharted, which we're yeah. gonna do later this season as well. Uh-huh. Well, it gave you this. You know, you are you just wanted to keep playing it, you know. Yeah. And the other games, I mean, you still wanted to keep playing them wrong, but three, it's just it, it did it the best, and it was more scripted. And at know? least for us, it has that nostalgic feel, and there's something mm-hmm. about it we love the, the exact mix of open world and yeah. linear, what, whatever the hell it is, it, it works. It I, does. It's fun to play. I had a good time with it, um, and I'm gonna have a fun time uh, finishing up the let's play with you. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we're going to have that out. So we're going to do the Let's Play, like I said earlier. Uh, in fact, we're going to finish recording that tonight. We started a little bit of it, and we're going to do the rest of it. I mean, we're going to try to do them all in one sitting. That's but we'll see what happens, permitting. We both work jobs. We both go to school. I'm super excited. What, what are your closing thoughts on this, Dakota? Um, well, this game, it was, it was nostalgia for us mostly. So that's why this, this game is like, I love it so much. Because yeah. we played it when we were younger. But um, if I really dive deep into this and look at it, I, I, I see the makings of a really great game. And it's like you said, you don't even, you, you want to just keep playing it. And you don't even really know why, because you know that Fable 2 had some things that were better about it. Yeah. That Fable 2 did. But this game still did it. It still made you want to play it. And it had that perfect mix of, of gameplay that you, you just kept wanting to keep wanting to play it, you know? Yeah. Most people, they said, if I talk to people and ask, I'll say, I'll hear a lot of people say, I love the first Fable game, the second one was okay. The third one sucked. Yeah. Or they'll say as the series as a whole is it's pretty okay. It had a good start. Mm-hmm. Or or you know, I think from a lot of people, Fable Three is kind of a mediocre game. But for me, it's amazing for what it accomplished. Yeah. Um, could it have been improved? Could it have done better? Yeah, but any game can. And mm-hmm. there are things about it that make it unique to me. There's sometimes where I'm just like, I want to play Fable Three. I feel you. You and I, we love that. You know, that's something we kind of grew up with. Um, I mean, we're a little older. We yeah. were like middle school, high school age, but still, <laughs> it was a lot of fun for us because um, 
for us, it was actually kind of our first introduction into the open world. It really was. A game where you could be good or evil. We had never heard of that before. We had no. I mean, I'm, I know there were games out. I know, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto had been out for a while. Yeah, we knew about Grand Theft Auto. And games like that. But it was never the, the feel you get from playing Fable. The, the freedom. The Well, Grand Theft Auto is kind of, you are a criminal. Yeah, you don't really, you, you, you're yeah, not going to be a good character in no. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you're going to still kick people out of their cars and steal their cars. You're going to you, do that. And you're still going to, you're still going to drug hookers into the, into the, de- the, the spots, uh, get the sex just for the laughs, so you can be like, haha, they're having sex because you're wearing middle school, right? <laughs> yes. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then get the health points and then shoot the hooker to get your money back. There you go. Right? You, you can't play GTA and not do that. You have to. That that and the uh, the flying cars. Yeah. It's good. Get the hooker, get the health points from her, and then shoot her back for the money. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> straight, straight up like a mass murder on GTA. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Bo, Bo and Robert have apparently had a lot of fun with that <laughs> experience. Yeah, you brought up. Oh, uh, y'all brought up some old school games. I still have three. It's awesome. We want to do a mix of old and new games. Yep. Um, going forward with the podcast, uh. This season we're gonna we're gonna explore. I, I tried to choose a good mix of. I can't think of any games that that I, that were very many that were like just legitimately bad. No. Um. I think one in particular. Uh, yeah, we have some plans for one. But one it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. It, it's it's okay. But, uh, it, it's it, so bad that it. Well, makes the cut you scenes, talk about the it. story. Oh, yeah. But it's so stupid. I bet it's gonna it's it's gonna be awful playing it. It's gonna be I terrible. heard it. I heard it's just bad. Make a great um, podcast. Look forward to that. A lot of the games though are things that. Dakota and I both have just had a lot of experience with, but we also added some new stuff that we haven't played. And we're gonna bring Steven on board. Um, he wants he had a suggestion for us, and um, I even have some stuff planned up for se- until season five. Yeah. As far as as just ideas. Now, obviously, some things are gonna be moved around. Nothing set in stone. But this season, I kind of have it all written out. Um, but we can we can morph with it. We can add some. We're gonna add, do some indie game mini episodes they're going to be a little shorter in length mm-hmm. um because and spoiler free so you guys can can go play those indie games but we're going to do um games like uh those free things you get on playstation plus mm-hmm. or uh some ios games android yeah. and we're both putting in our own thoughts and ideas to these games so there's some games that i've played that he hasn't played there's some yeah games that he's played that i haven't played and so we both get times where we get to try something new and it, it changes the way we think of things when we it's new to us, you know. Yeah. It doesn't become like this game, for instance. It's just nostalgia to us. That it's it's just that's why it's part of why we love it. These games will be new to us, so we can have a real good review. Yeah. And take on so that. we have some nostalgic games, some new games, some good games, uh, at least one bad game. Yeah. Um, try to get one of those in a season at least. I think gaming in general is just kind of fun usually, unless the game is just really bad. Um, it, it's hard to play a game all the way through and not enjoy it at of least course. to some, some extent. So anyway, we're gonna continue that. We'll release the let's plays. Um, if we get good feedback on those, we'll uh, we'll continue doing all of that. Um, in fact, some of our choices are gonna be determined by vote. Yes, uh, send up a poll on Instagram or on Twitter, and asking us which of the games you're gonna want us to play. And depending on your answer, we will choose the one with higher votes. Obviously, yeah. And maybe someday later down the road or the next season, we can just play that game next time. You know. I have it kind of planned out that way. Exactly. So whichever one you choose, will just be another one the next we'll season. Do, we'll do either next season or another season at some point. Or it may determine if we do if we do a certain game, we may do the sequel to that game the next season. I kind of mm. have some of that planned out. But either either way, you guys will watch that as unfolds. Major thing uh, that we want to do is want to reveal what's going on next podcast. Yep. And what game are we doing, Dakota? 
we are going to be doing Infamous, infamous Second, That's right, Son, Second Son, which is really fun. It's the only Infamous game we've actually played. We haven't played either of the other two. We started First Light, both of us. I remember starting First Light. Well, First Light a, is a spinoff. It is. Just, of, it, well, we're going to talk about that one, too. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's a spinoff. So it it's a work. spinoff of, of, of uh, Second Son. Yeah, and Second was. Son, First Light. They kind of did that on purpose. You see, um, in Infamous Second Son, that's the third game in the series. Only again, the third game in another game that's deeply affected by morality. Yeah. But in different ways. I remember actually going to a GameStop once and playing it. Like, you know, because I have it ready. I remember seeing it once and playing a little bit of it. But I remember just noticing, like, I think you, like, ride on uh, the the pole lines. Yeah, I played some demos of that. I did did that, too. I remember doing it. I think you and I probably both did at one point. Yeah, it was electricity-based. But in in Second Son, you have multiple Mm -hmm. elemental powers. That's a really fun game. We both played through multiple times. Kind of another short and sweet condensed story, but also open world. Um... And that was more recent. That was on PlayStation 4, so that's going to be fun. So we're going to do Infamous Second Son, and then the next podcast is where we're going to do our first poll. So I'm going to go ahead and announce it now so we can drop that poll now, and then by the next episode, we'll be able to announce which one won the poll. Um, and that's that poll's going to be on Instagram. So Dakota and I, especially I, love Zelda, my favorite game series of all time, or at least one Zelda episode every, series, every season, and... My two choices are going to be, well, actually, my two favorite games of the series, yep. and I wanted to do one or the other. Um, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, which just came out this this last last year, mm-hmm. or Majora's Mask. So let, let, let us know on the Instagram <coughs> poll as soon as this episode's released. I'm going to release that poll. Y'all can vote on that and uh, have a good time with it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then... Assuming enough people vote on that, we'll be able to pick. And uh, we're fine with doing either one of those games. Yeah, both two options have great parts about them. I mean, Breath of the Wild is so great to talk about. Because we will do both. We will do both. Whatever we That one for sure, whatever we don't do this season, we're doing the next season. Yeah. And then we'll pretty much get to every Zelda game at some we point. We will. Every Zelda game is going to be covered. Well, like I was saying, Breath of the Wild is so great to talk about. At least the main, you know? the mainstream, the console ones. Yeah. But we'll get to that later. Um, for now, mm-hmm. let's just we're just gonna have that pull out. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have anything else? No, I don't really have much to say. I, I about Fable Three. It it's it was the game we grew up on. So yeah. you know, we we just we love so much about it. So collateral gaming out. Hey, Collateral Gamers, just a quick FYI, I neglected to put this part in the actual podcast episode while we were recording, but in order to access that Instagram poll, uh, you'll just have to go to our Instagram page, at collateral.gaming.podcast, 
And uh, while you're there, go ahead and follow us, like our photos, and then um, that poll is going to be open for 24 hours as soon as this episode drops. And the Instagram story of that page. Uh, so go check out the story, go vote. The two options, once again, are The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And uh, we're cool with either option. Uh, both of them are favorites of ours. So uh, let us know what you like and uh, we'll produce more content. Have a good one. What are you guys still doing here? The podcast is over. There, 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 there's nothing else to see. Oh, you noticed there was still 15 minutes left. Oh, well, uh, I guess I, I, I guess we're going to have to do something. Um, hey, 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 guys, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Am I here? Anybody there? Am I here? Are we all just here? Is anyone I truly d- I don't here? know. Are we dreaming? I, don't <laughs> I, th- I think we're all just in figments in... Whose imagination? We're just uh, figments, figments of God's imagination. Figments of God's imagination. Yeah, exactly. Maybe David Lynch's head yeah, or we something. Yeah, we're, we're, we're all studios right now. <laughs> we're, we're all uh, NPCs in uh, the game of life. <laughs> there we go. Are, are we in Section Nine Studios right now? We are in Section Nine Studios. Yes, Sorry. we are. Yeah, what's up, guys? We're back here, and now Dakota and I are joined by Collateral Cinema co-hosts Robert and Bo. Yo, hey, what's up, everybody? This is the uh, audio exclusive extra section of Collateral Gaming uh, where we want to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. I wanted to leave a little bit of 15 minutes of something for you guys just to chill out and listen to, look forward to each week. We're going to have some guest stars maybe in each week. Today's guest stars are of course our, our, uh, our co-hosts Robert and Bo from Collateral Cinema. Once What's again. You guys? Once again, yo. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for all 1,041 downloads of hey, Collateral that's Cinema. That's something to be yeah. proud of, right? We are very proud of that. Well, yep. What do you guys think about our gaming podcast? What are y'all's thoughts on it? It was interesting, honestly. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys jumped to it, jumped into it pretty good. I mean, yeah. you guys Are you glad that we're kind of we're wrenching off and doing this whole gaming thing? Oh, I'm very happy this? about that. I mean, I've been aiming to branch off the Collateral brand into other avenues, so gaming seems like a natural thing to kind of jump into, you know. It, ju- yeah. it seems very natural. Since uh, we don't have G4 anymore. Hell yeah. Aww. Shit. I miss G4. I miss G4. 420. The, these, these two youngins wouldn't know anything about that. Would you? No, would dis- you? No dissing on our podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Aww, you guys, whatever. You guys are going to hey, be great. So, uh, I am the shade master. You are all shaded. Yes. So uh, last week we all uh, got together again to do the uh, the review on Master of Disguise. Ah! Dana Carvey. Oh, turtle, ah. turtle, turtle, turtle. Oh my God! Yeah. No. I get so angry every time we even mention that movie. I know. We'll every be time, out working. We'll, we'll quote it. 
Just to annoy him. He doesn't, he doesn't no. even want me acting like Dana Carvey. No, 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 I do not want to see any Dana like, Carvey Robert, impressions from any like, of Robert, you. Robert, do not talk like that. Don't. No, we, no. We want to be honest, though. We, we, we actually, I think all of us are in We don't really want to be reminded that this yeah. thing exists. No. But that was a lot of fun to harp on that last week. It, yeah. it was good to get a lot of stuff off of our chests. Yeah, because yeah. no. this, this is one of the really only times we bashed a movie. Yeah. You know, we really don't like We really, because we don't like it. Oh, just wait till we get to Suicide Squad or Collateral oh God, Beauty. Because we we're going to have differing opinions on Collateral Beauty. Yeah, I kind of like. Because Robert likes Beauty Co- Suicide Squad like we did. I do. I do. No. <laughs> no, that's not our beauty podcast. That is something that's even more painful and infuriating than Master of Disguise. Oh, hey, hey, Bo, you realize when you. When you, when you Shake your head. Nobody can see that. I don't give a fuck. This <laughs> <laughs> is one single audio fuck. Only, Bo. I don't care. How are you feeling? Fuck Master of Disguise. I'm feeling great. You feeling great? We guys, we're going to be recording our next featured short films pretty soon. And Hell yeah. Yeah, you guys are going to be, we're going to be set up on IMDb. And what hopefully. is the name of that yep. movie, Robert? Our next feature? Yeah. Rider. Rider. So and and what's, the, what's the feature that we're doing now? We're doing Killing Night. Right now, that is in production, and we still have like one or two more scenes to finish yep. up. Just a nice little short film, a little homage to slashers, you know, exactly. that sort of thing. It's pretty much dream sequence, and once you see it, I hope you guys will like it. Oh, yeah. It's all for them IMDb credits, though. Yeah. For each them t- credits. Each time you do one, you get a credit, no matter what. For anyone that doesn't know, Robert is an uh, independent filmmaker. Just getting started on his career out here. He's got lots of ideas, and we all want to jump in on it, too, because um, we kind of want to make our names. Yeah, make our yeah that, definitely. The, the movie editing, film editing, that's my passion. Oh, you know? Yeah. And, so and that's, where I, that's where I want my career to go. In I the hope. My I career can, is game making. <laughs> there you go. I just hope I can bring these stories to life for you guys oh, yeah, just dude. to see yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just yeah. thought I'd ju- just inject that into... It's funny you should yes. say that because for the first time today, Dakota and I found out that Bo has a degree. Yes. Yeah, I, Two I do. Two degrees. I do. Two degrees. He's something. They're, they're, they're not anything I mean, special. You, cook, but I mean, you don't need a woman. Yeah, right. yeah, no, no, I don't. <laughs> but one of those degrees is, is on this, this stuff, this sound engineering, right? Yeah, sound, oh, sound yeah. Sound engineering, uh, some sound design, I guess, beat making, you know, live sound, editing, awesome, all that stuff. So yeah. Oh, yeah. He's finally bringing those uh, those talents to fruition uh, by doing the podcast. Of course, we really hope that we can get out there. So we want to make Bo's dreams come true. We want to make Robert's dreams come true. Yes. And so. uh, Dakota and I are just along for the ride, trying to see what what we want to do with our lives and with our careers. Um, like I said before, I want to go into game making. Dakota, I think you kind of have an interest in in uh, video production. Yeah, yeah. That's production. I, I want that to be my my career in the in the yeah, end. Forever. I mean, I'm going to be doing what I do. You know, with the engineering, electrical engineering, and whatnot. But my, my main goal is to have is, is to is to have a hobby of sound production and make that eventually my career. See, you and I we're kind of playing it safe right now, kind of getting careers, yeah. and I'm kind of getting a broad computer science field, and you're doing your electrical engineering. But I kind of have to I kind of have to uh, admire Bo and Robert. They're just going out there and, and getting it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys. Jeez. Well, y'all, y'all are making this your priority, whereas we have another priority. And we're hoping this takes over. We want to yeah, have a yeah. safe line, you know. No, well, go. I can say that yeah. podcasting is a good jumping off point into certain types of careers, you know. Yeah. I mean, at least that's the way that I see it. Oh, yeah. You, know. you guys are doing it right. At least you're going to school. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, though. If this picks up and we start, we start making, you know, a little bit of money off this, 
I'm in it for the ride. I, I, I'd, oh, I'd yeah. be happy. You know, if this could oh, ever yeah. become a full time gig, I will, yeah, it, I will literally make it a full time gig. I, oh, oh, hell yeah. Uh, that's a good point. If we, if we want to start some indie projects right now, right now is the time because we're getting our names out there. Just like what Robert's doing. Yeah. And Bo himself, by, by extension, just, just having this podcast, is, he's advancing his career forward. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I mean, man. I had to do something. I mean, the music project's kind of dried up. So, yeah. you know, I, I, ha- I had to put something out there. Yeah, well, Dude. this is the beginning of our aspirations, you know? I just yeah. can't believe how far this is. The collateral cinema has gotten just in the short amount of time. I know. We've done it. You know, we haven't even been a really podcast for a year. Not even a year. No. Yeah. It's really kicking up a thousand, over, almost 1,500 downloads, right? Not 1,500. I, mean, I wish that we were pulling those types of numbers that quick. <laughs> Shit, it's a thousand four hundred or something. Shit, bro. It's a <laughs> 1,041. 1,040. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Overestimating a little bit. That's okay. That's We'll get there eventually. Yeah, we'll be there. Hope yeah. to get that number. I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. With you guys' help, all the our loyal listeners. Of course, we are talking mainly about the cinema podcast. We'll see what the gaming podcast does. I mean, we mm-hmm. just recorded our first episode with that. that. Yep. Yeah, y'all did a great job on that, by the way. That Perfect. was solid. For us, yeah. We're going to do the editing now. And like we were talking about the editing earlier, Bo is doing all this sound production. And I want to kind of learn that so I can kind of take over and do all that. For oh, yeah. Thing, so you yeah. don't have to do as much. And Definitely. At the uh, the time of recording, that uh, aforementioned Master Disguise episode sh- is out now. So when you guys listen to this podcast, that'll have been out for a week, which is going to be great. So yeah. uh, we're kind of having this set up now to where we're going to give you new, uh, new content every week now because we both post bi-weekly and we're staggered yep. yeah yeah it works perfectly that's that the plan so yeah, we, uh, we just podcast one week and then it yeah we just released collateral cinema today the master of disguise episode <laughs> <laughs> and we just recorded this episode tonight and it was a good episode fable 3 is an interesting game i never really got into that series at all i mean my my interest in gaming kind of stops at like 2008 2009 ish oh, right. you know one Modern Warfare Four, yeah, Cold, around that point. That that that's where my awareness of gaming kind of three, tapers. yeah. Although I mean, I I do like some of the newer, the new school horror games. You know, like Bindi and the Ink Machine is interesting. Oh, yeah. You played PT. Oh, PT was interesting. I like that. Shit. Uh, we're talking about that this season. It's going to be one of our uh, mini episodes. Oh man, it's it's sad what could have been there. I, I know. know. Oh man, but Death Stranding, and that is going gonna off of that. Yes, is the that's gonna. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. This season, if it and comes that out, that is gonna continue because uh, since Kojima was is no longer part of Konami. Yeah. Uh, Kojima decided to continue doing something with Guillermo del Toro, and that's and having Norman Reedus as the main. It's just character. not gonna have the Silent Hill. It's not gonna have the Silent brand Hill behind it. I, but heard, I didn't hear that released. del Toro was involved in Death Stranding. Yes, he I is. You see his name in the credits. Oh, he is. Yes. And del Toro is great. One of the scenes they usually use his like in the movie. Do you know really? They use Norman Reedus's. They mm-hmm. also use Guillermo del Toro's and really? Hans, uh, Hans what's Ma- Zimmer? Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen, thank you. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen is in this? Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, got shit. Reedus. No kidding. We've also got a few other characters that they just released right now. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but there's a whole gameplay video out. What's the gameplay characters? like on that one? So, <clears throat> I say it's a gameplay video. It, it, they give you the idea that it's a gameplay video because the way they move the camera, it's very gameplay-esque. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's like they were playing the game and then they recorded it without all the HUD. Uh-huh. And they kind of, you know, like there's always like how editors can do that kind of mode. So it kind of very felt like a like a gameplay video. And they they just show him walking around a bunch. You're just walking through the stuff. It's just oh, yeah. scenes of him walking, and it's awesome. The long scenes of him just walking. Like, okay. It's such a good cut scene. No, what Kojima said about that one is that supposedly it was going to be the next level of gaming kind of like how 
what does he say? The the wheel was the first invention, and then and then no, he think he said the stick to the rope. Yeah, hmm. analogous to humans' use of technology with the stick to the rope. This is what it would be like for gaming. This Dude, wow. that man's like like a pr- prophet. I mean, he's like he's prophesying these things. You know, Kojima you know? is nuts. If you've he seen is. the Metal Gear Solid games, he's crazy. Yeah, he's a genius <laughs> though. He is. Did, a, didn't they make a goddamn? Didn't they make a goddamn female character who like breathed out of her skin? So that's why <laughs> she had to be in like a skimpy swimsuit the entire time. Or some shit. I have no oh, idea. Oh, so they actually had an explanation for the fan service. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's the explanation. The explanation yeah, the was that. Explanation. Yeah. That's funny. It's almost kind of satirizing it then. Yeah. In a way, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. A little bit satirical. What do you think, Robert? Oh, yeah. Everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Robert's rooting around the studio for some reason. I, I think he's I lost. put him on the spot because he wasn't, he wasn't sitting down. Yeah. yeah what, what's the deal, Robert? Get to work. Get to work, Robert. To load work. the bowl then. Yeah. I want you to load up your bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. <laughs> yeah, but anywho, guys. We'll edit that. So, what was the next game y'all were going to do? Infamous. Second Infamous. Son. I remember playing uh, Infamous on PS3 the a little one? bit. Yeah. Nice. We what do, you, do, you, do you have thoughts and concerns about that game? You know, if we were ever to do that in the future, it was a sandbox game. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of opinions about a lot of the uh, PS3 and PS4 type of games. You know, I don't have a whole lot of opinions about those. I feel that. To tell the truth. Because, I mean, I just don't own a console like that. You PC masters? I don't even, I don't even do PC gaming. I know. You spend a lot of time I, I have, listening to podcasts. And I have Minecraft built, <laughs> like, that was, like, factory on this thing. That's hilarious. I, yeah, I, I don't Minecraft? even know how to even start that. <laughs> I don't know where to begin there. First achievement is getting wood. Getting wood. Getting wood. Actually, the first okay. achievement is opening up. Usually, opening up your inventory. Yeah, open inventory. What that's called, but wow. Th- there's an achievement called it's getting taking wood. the inventory. I think is what it's called. Taking, getting wood, and that, that's getting what's wood. when you punch a tree to get wood. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> just get wood. I thought it was the other thing. It's just you, get wood when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, you would think that, wouldn't you, I Robert? That's the idea. That's the idea. What's next, morning guys? Morning wood. No, sir. No, go ahead. Morning wood. Morning wood. There's no in Fable Three, which we just did the episode yes. on. There is a location in the game called Morning Wood, but it's M O U R, like morning, wow. like grieving, Morning Wood. And it took Dakota. How long did it take us before we realized the re- the the? the re- it took us forever because well, we were, we just didn't pay attention to it because we just saw it as Morning Wood. You know, we that's all we saw it as. We read it. We always wow. read it. We never said it out loud. You know, yeah. Morning Wood. <laughs> and then wood. one day you say, oh, "Let's go to Morning Wood." Wo- Wait a minute! I just wake up in the morning with wood. What yeah. did you say? <laughs> uh, yeah, I said morning wood. Oh, <laughs> sorry, mom. So what's uh, what's next for the collateral brand? Collateral literature book podcast? <laughs> Who knows? Television, television, really? television, show podcast. I think you a collateral what? television hey, uh, branch off would we, be more than likely. Yeah, I think the TV show is YouTube. something that I would really. We talked love about to a do. YouTube show, guys. I mean, for a while. We are going to put some YouTube content some out. Live streaming. We actually someday. do want to do like a television show. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. I think some cool live streams would be awesome. Post on Twitch, like everything, bro. We should oh, do that for our gaming too. Whenever we actually have some stuff to sell, that's when well, live course, streams yeah. would be fun. Well, you hey know. guys, we're reaching the end of uh, this little fifteen-minute mark. I don't want to make it too over. So, uh, do you guys have anything else to add? 
Uh, listen to Collateral Cinema. Listen to Collateral Gaming. We are the only movie and gaming podcasts that matter. And look for much more from the Collateral brand. Hell yeah. Hey, if you guys haven't gotten a chance yet, um, obviously go like our social medias. Uh, Collateral Gaming has its own uh Cloud Cinema has we're on, we're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, practically everything imaginable. Uh, Instagram. I've made a uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for Collateral Gaming as well. Um, you can go follow us on all of those. Um, we're on YouTube, and we're gonna try to get our stuff on uh, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, the whole lot. Um, hopefully, by the time that this gets released, you'll be able to see that. Go check out our uh, exclusive video commentary on uh, YouTube. And then uh, and that's going to be free for the for, for the that first commentary. Uh, also, if you gotta if you want to go ahead and check out, I know you just watched this, uh, listen to this audio podcast with us. But uh, if you want to go check out the video version of the podcast, we're going to release that as well. That's going to have some game commentaries uh, in there as well. That's going to be exclusive to that. Um, and then this is the ver- This is the part of the podcast that's exclusive to the audio version. Is this little segment at the end? So uh, whenever you go check out that uh, that video, you know you can even skip in between some of the video segments and just get the gaming um and of course all of that's going to be in, a, in the commentary as well anyway um you can also follow us on uh so follow the collateral gaming follow collateral cinema if you haven't already and uh go follow our individual profiles as well uh you can search us up by name i think uh Bo maddox dakota chancellor robert ortegon ashley chancellor yeah at least on facebook at least on you Facebook, yeah. yeah. You can find them on Instagram pretty easy, too. Oh, no, you won't find you on Instagram. No, just the collateral cinema. I, yeah. I have yet to get any type of personal I hear that. social media yeah, infrastructure we're, going. We're around. We're going to continue to post uh, both Ash and I on our uh, on our Instagrams about cloud of gaming. While Instagram and, and Twitter. Facebook. Yeah, and Twitter yeah. Facebook, exactly. I'm kind of on top of it all right now. I You've got that. a pretty good, good big sphere of influence, Dakota. So. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, uh, that's it for today. Closing thoughts, Robert? Just great job everybody's doing. Yeah. You're doing a great job too, bro. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Hashtag out. You're only sleeping when you have them. (laughs) 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 Too fat is coming. (laughs) 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 This motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Get out of here. Go. Yeah. Please go. You don't want to be here longer. Fly, you not fools. like Master of Disguise, where you want to stick around. Certainly. No, you do not want to <laughs> stick, around, stick around. You don't want to stick around. No, no. Sorry. Imagine we're Master of Disguise now. Yeah, later's y'all. Don't be that little slapping. Bye. Door. Fade out. Sorry. Collateral Gaming is an L Company production. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators. Please don't sue us. We're poor.